0: And welcome to another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thanks for joining us. The music of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Speaking of Stone Cold, Welshie, get out of you.
1: Why am I Stone Cold?
0: You're just a cold, heartless bastard,
1: you are. Cold, hard bitch. Must be cold. Well, cold in those shorts. That's the first time I've ever seen him in shorts, it's Tony. It's
0: 26 degrees outside, mate. It's yep, beautiful.
1: Mate, he's normally in a suit.
0: Yeah, that's true. Good point.
1: How are you, boys? Yeah, going well, mate. Yourself?
0: Excellent. Uh, Stone Cold Steve
2: Austin defeated? Uh, HPK, much oh. to my chagrin. Uh, so a lot of people made the wrong choice there because, you know, it's just a bit of music. HBK yeah. sings his own theme song. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, great interview last week with Lord Mark Williamson. And what we didn't let people in on was that uh, Lord Mark Williamson's girlfriend was here in the studio at the time during the interview. Now, Love must have been in the air at the time because it's since been announced that wedding bells may be down the track for those two.
2: I like to take a small amount of credit for that. We are bringing people together. Yeah,
1: yeah, very good, Tony. Very good. Maybe you can be the MC for the night. Uh, if you'd like, if you'd like me to, I'd be more. I tell one. you who won't be there <laughs> is Lyle, who uh, is uh, petrified of Lord yeah. Mark. Probably, if I was to get an invite, the RSVP might not return.
2: I'd love to know what sort of wedding it's going to be. Well, hopefully it'll be filmed live for Underworld Wrestling. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. All the groomsmen will be manifestations in their hoods. Yeah. I could um, just
1: imagine it be just a nice, clean-cut wedding in a church. Why wouldn't it be? It would be Ma- in church. I'm
2: pretty sure Lord Mark Williamson would burn <laughs> on, upon entry of a, of a church. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: hey, I'll tell you what, we've got a great guest tonight, boys. Uh, tell us all about him.
1: Well, he's the beach bum Buddha, mate. Who is he? Star
2: of Newcastle Pro Wrestling, Underworld
1: Wrestling, IWA. Yeah, he's been around. A bit of been on, a bit of tally as well. A Bit so. of a
0: rugby star as well in the in his youth. Jackson Kelly is the man we're talking about. He joins us on the line now. G'day, Jackson. How you going? No, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you guys going? Oh, we're all okay. I think.
2: Yeah, all, all doing well. Don't speak for me, Tony. <laughs>
0: no, no, I never would. I guarantee of that. Uh, the Beach Bum Booter. Give us the origins of that nickname.
3: Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, he gave it to you, did he? Yeah. No, well, there's a bit of, uh, there's quite a double entendre going on there. I mean, first of all, first of all, when I was in America, this is the, the origins of the character, I guess you could say. Um, I wanted to be an Australian guy and I wanted to, um, kind of just get noticed initially. So I thought, okay. Uh, maybe some people realize this, but I did take the idea of the character from the Simpsons gimmick. Um, so I became the bum booter. Um, I just kick people up the ass. That's kind of how I finished my matches. Yeah. Um, and it 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 got over over there whilst whilst I was there for the limited time that I was there. But um, so be it. I was the bum booter. Anyway, wouldn't, wouldn't cut that be? To... The, wouldn't
0: that have been the fanny booter over there? Stop um, interrupting. Well,
3: well, that's the thing. I mean, yes, because they do kind of use different words, but. Because the word bum got a few giggles out of the okay. crowd, they're like, oh, that, that's quite Australian. And then you introduce them to the Australian lingo, whereas bum over there would mean a hobo, yeah. right? Um, so, they're like, okay, you can call an ass, an ass, I guess you could say, a bum. Um, anyway, bum Buddha, I come back to Australia, and my character now, all of a sudden, is basically who I am, which is someone from the northern beaches of Sydney, and I become the beach bum. Combine the two together, the beach, bum, Buddha. There you go, three words, bang. Alliteration always helps as well, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, no, it certainly does. And I suppose you couldn't be a fanny Buddha over here in Australia. <laughs> yeah. That just wouldn't work, would it?
3: No, I think you'd get in trouble, probably yeah. from wrestling Twitter yeah. or something. Who knows? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes, we were less said about that, the better. Um, <laughs> True. The first, out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, the first time I uh, saw you was at the first Underworld show and yes. you were doing a, a slightly different version of your own character um yeah. what's the, what's the main attraction of working there
3: Uh, well, for me, it was an opportunity to work in a state and being only, I think at the time I was just probably about 18 months into wrestling career, if you want to call it that, um, it was, yeah, I I jumped at the chance to go work down in Melbourne. That's always a market I wanted to crack. So, um, uh, Adam and the guys at, uh, Underworld, Mark Williamson brought me down there and I, yeah, it, it really did appeal to me as explaining the, uh, the situation going on down there. And I thought, Ooh, fight club. That's uh, it's a very very good prospect because I, I love wrestling, which is uh, which is uh, kind of portrayed more aggressive, um, and, and I love when um, when that kind of yeah that kind of performance brings out the aggression in me because uh, I feel as if I'm a, a naturally aggressive performer. So um, I, I just ran with it and I thought, well, I'll, I'll change my look up a little bit, I'll change the character up a little bit, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll play a bit more of a, uh, a fighter on that show, and I think that came across in the first two shows I was there
2: and there's a bit of a vagrant about it with your uh, odd boots that you're wearing as well.
3: Yeah, well that's the thing. I mean, I've had I've had that all year. I got I got them made earlier in the year, so um yeah, like the 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 black boot and the brown boot. Um yeah, I, I want people to know that that's that that's that's what I do in the ring is I I bring the boot um to my opponent, so Underworld was the first time where I debuted the uh, the boot to the head, so to speak, um, and I've been using it ever since wherever I go.
2: And you were the first, very first match was you and JXT at yes. at Underworld, and they they definitely chose the workers they want wanted to come out and tell a story. And it must mean a lot to your first match in Melbourne, have a promotion in their first ever show, put that much faith in you.
3: Yeah, I um I, I was very surprised by it. Um, I shouldn't say very surprised. Like, I do I do um, have a lot of confidence in myself. So, like, t- to have that spot was, was quite an honour, so to speak. And I guess I actually had, had that thought, like, the other day. Like, I was just revisiting something on social media and I saw the episode was posted on YouTube. And I just thought, I just took a moment and I was like, this is, it's pretty cool that <laughs> myself and JXT were given that opportunity to tell that story. To be, you know, forever, as far as Underworld will go, which it will go very far, we will forever be the first ever match uh for that promotion and i thought and i thought from my perspective that it's, it's it was a very smart thing to do like is a fantastic professional wrestler and um and what he brings is is different to what i bring but then again we're quite we're similar but different so i just thought the dynamic between our uh, us two was was extremely cool and to, and to put it on that stage that uh those guys have created was 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 awesome and I, I'm, I'm real happy that um that i got that chance
1: uh that's very good. Uh just wanna take you back to your starting career. You mentioned while you're in the States, you trained at uh Black and Brave under Seth Rollins. How how was that?
3: Yeah, um fantastic experience. Um did the three months there and then and then had about probably six months worth of shows, uh just just on the entry level indies over there in the Midwest. Uh but the training was was very tough. I think uh it's quite well documented how into uh CrossFit that bloke is. And um <laughs> he, he definitely Laid the hammer into us um, in some of the workouts that he gave us, but um, other than that, like, and and maybe Captain Hindsight might be speaking here, but it, I was I learnt, off like a very lot, uh, quite a bit under him. That I, the more I, the more I get into it now, the more I realise I, how how lucky I was to learn what I learnt when I was getting broken in. So um, yeah, like in terms of psychology, in terms of uh, moves, in terms of just, just seeing how hard he works and just, just being around him to, to see the effort that he puts in um, and what it takes to be professional was uh, is absolutely invaluable to uh, my, my young mind, so to speak. I think
0: what we need to tell people also, though, Jackson, is that a lot of other people have wrestled for a few years and the like or they've been training for a few years before they even consider going to America to train. This was your first actual effort at wrestling training, wasn't it?
3: That's exactly right. Yep. I I never set foot into a ring um, until I got to Black and Brave. So I just went over there cold, went over there dry and just just sort of just launched myself into it, Um, which I guess, yeah, like you said, and and I I didn't really know it at the time. But I just thought, you know, um, stuff it. I'm going over there. I'll do it like this. And yeah, I guess so far so good. It's paying off for me.
0: So if I can just touch on that a little bit further then, uh, yep. why didn't you want to sort of start in Australia? Why did you decide that America was the place for you to actually start your wrestling career?
3: Um, well, I, I was a rugby league player before I got yeah. into wrestling, so I come up I through you're, the grades. You're
0: playing yourself down there, mate. You're, you're a champion under-20s player.
3: Yeah, that's right. With the, the right. Manly Seagulls. I got a few games in the New South Wales Cup as well, but uh, we won't touch on those because I think about <laughs> 25 minutes total. Uh, but yeah, look, I come through the grades at the Seagulls and uh, obviously for, for anyone who kind of knows how it works in rugby league or any sport, you, you kind of get a get to a point where it's either yes or a no. And it was a no for me at the age of 20. So I thought, well, I still want to be an athlete. I still want to train. I still want to have a purpose. Always was a wrestling fan. I just thought as soon as footy ended, I'll save up the money to uh, go overseas now the thing was, I wasn't going over there initially to do the wrestling training. That actually wasn't uh, the idea. I was going to do a road trip and then come back and maybe think about it some more. Okay. But alas, a mate pulled out on me. I went over. I was going. I had all my visa booked and all that, so I went over there uh, by myself. And I thought, well, let's do it. Let's let let's do it. Like six months before I left, I was like, why not? Let's go over there. So I guess you could say I had six months to kind of choose if I wanted to get some training here before going over there but I just thought eh, I'll just like you know I'll just go over there and just see what happens like I I don't really kind of just go with the wind at times so I just thought just just get myself over there if I enjoy it if I'm good at it I'll keep going with it if I'm not I'll cut it short and I'll come back home and and choose a different path
2: now having been an athlete basically your whole life and then finding wrestling and having a knack and being good at it uh, you had a health setback like really early in your career how did that affect you
3: um yeah I, I think I think it was it was more um it was more mental more than physical I'd say I think I think physically it was it was a bit of a uh, well, for those that like for, for those who are wondering it was it was just a bit of a heart scare um, I spent a week in hospital and um, maybe I think it was November last year after some kind of, uh, what would you call it, just irregular heartbeats. Um, so they ha- kept me for a week in hospital and then for about three or four months I was told not to do abs, I wasn't told to do anything. Um, don't raise the heart rate, don't do any of that. And whilst in hindsight, after talking to the doctor after those three months, it was kind of a situation where I was like, oh, I probably could have could have trained here. I could have like, Warmed up to training a little bit faster than I thought, but I just thought, look, I'm not going to risk this, and I won't won't train at all. But that was the that was the challenging part was just not training because, like you said, I've been doing it my entire life, and having to stop so suddenly for reasons which I thought were a little bit uh, bullshit. Um, I thought, yeah, look, it, it's it's that's not my thing, so I I didn't enjoy that time at all. But and saying that, we're back, we're good, and we're on. So let's do it.
1: And um. We want to touch on the IWA tours. They, uh, yes. they go for three or four days, some of them. Yeah, what, what are those tours like?
3: Look, I'll be honest with you. It's funny you mentioned the, uh, the injury there because, uh, well, I got back. The, the, they're the summer tours, right? Uh, I think this year we've got four days straight and then the fifth day the next week. Um, I've actually never done one. So it's oh. a little bit of a chip, chip on my shoulder situation because I was injured last year. Um, and I really wanted to do it because I heard such great stories about the the one the year before, which again I returned from America the week after it. So um, I think look, there's there's a summer tour coming up. Um, we're hitting we're hitting some towns up on the up on the north coast. So that's that's all going to happen early January, um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it because I I kind of want to. Just just knock that off and and say that I've I've done it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You also had the you have do other I, IWA do the things like the Aubrey Show and things like that as well. Um, and they run sort of a bit differently than the other wrestling companies in in um Australia who are sort of monthly. Um, but our boys that I've spoken to like JXT and uh you know the Brat, Br- Pack. Brat Pack they yeah. lo- they love it.
3: Absolutely, like it's it's true. I think it's wrestling at its grassroots. You know what I mean, like um. It's 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 a lot of fun because you you get out to the towns which don't really see it too much like Dubbo and yeah, like Dubbo yeah Dubbo <laughs> Forbes I think was a tour this year for the IWA so um they are so much fun um because because you get us you get to sp- spend a weekend away with the boys as well as as well as um provide an, entertainment to these guys who maybe haven't seen something like that for a for a couple of years or so but like you said like yeah JXT, Brat Pack uh, Lucky Hendricks come over to Albury this year and that was a that was a hell of a lot of fun. We kind of do like your um, your sessions throughout the day, so two or three sessions, which is which can be brutal, but um, but it's it's all part of the fun. That's why we love doing it. You know what I mean? It's kind of that's kind of how wrestling started. It was that kind of carny feel to it, and 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 I personally love it. So I always jump at the chance to go do a, go do shows like that.
0: Do you, is uh, having Lockie Hendrix step into the ring at Albury would have seemed like just someone jumping out of
2: the crowd. I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, oh, not with yeah. his not with his new haircut, the new new wacky pink haircut he's got going on.
2: He would have been popular. <laughs>
3: mm. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe a few slurs came his way. I'm not too sure. I can't mm. confirm.
2: Uh, uh, we love Lockie. Oh, Tony doesn't, but the rest of us love Lockie. Yeah, <laughs> wanker.
3: He's all right. <laughs> he's all
0: right. <laughs> yeah, no, he's all right, but he's a wanker. Uh, <laughs> wrestling in the states. Uh, you, you did some training, but you've also wrestled over there as well.
3: Yeah, man. Had a uh, like I said, I had about six months worth of. Uh, Worth of shows over there before I had to come home. Um, a different kind of
0: feel my... to wrestling here in Australia.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I only got to, well, I got to do a couple of good shows over there. I did. Um, I was on the WWN. I, I think it was the Style Battle Show in 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 Tampa, Florida. So that was that was that was fun. That was my first ever, uh, I guess you could say, taped show where I had to work cameras rather than uh, work a crowd, even though the crowd was still there um but that that was a whole lot of fun but um but yeah like i just think the the, the people and the culture whilst um it is kind of there are similarities there definitely are differences as well so i can't really can't really say what but you know you, you just it's just it's just a, it's a, it can be a funky feel over there depending on where you go
1: now i need to ask the most important question
3: <laughs> absolutely
1: when it comes to having a big breakfast what what, you, what, you, what are we chasing here? Quality or quantity? And what what's the ratio?
3: Well, for me, it's about seventy thirty in favor of quantity. Oh, you gotta have really? yeah, you gotta have quantity. Like it doesn't look, the quality matters, obviously. That's that's why it's a thirty. But if you don't if the big breakfast isn't big, then it's not a big breakfast. It's false and advertising. Cool. Exactly. I've 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 almost gone to the uh, A Triple to to <laughs> dob in some <laughs> dob in some cafes for fraud because they oh, they call it a big brekkie and it's not even big. So what are we but, talking?
0: Um, two eggs, bacon, two slices of toast, some mushrooms, tomatoes. Look be a to me,
3: like I said, yeah, all, all those are good. But it, it doesn't really matter what's on there. It, it matters about it matters about the size of the, yeah. the pieces so and size the, does the matter. Size does matter, yeah. of course.
1: Yeah, when when we're wife, talking about your wife tells you it's not taste, true, Tony. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and taste matters somewhat. But I always go off the pieces. So if there's a seven-piece, that's that's your par score. If there's an eight-piece big breakfast, that's, that's, that's getting there. That's good. Yeah. A nine-piece big breakfast is even better. But the holy grail is the 10-piece. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a cafe... Who makes the ten-piece big breakfast? And I haven't found it yet. Oh. But if anyone out there wants to help me out and they reckon they found a cafe which sells a ten-piece big breakfast, let me know. So I'll probably book my own flight flights down there.
2: <laughs> and if there's a promoter in town, you know, two for one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Get absolutely. him for a breakfast. Um, guys. <laughs> your follow-up question, though, like poached, <laughs> poached, fried, or scrambled?
3: Poached. Yeah. Poached. Yeah. Yeah. Po- yeah. Poached. 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 Have a. There's, there's a certain art to poached eggs, which not a lot. The people get right so when there's a good poached egg it's um it's great and, and i think no, scrambled i've seen some cafes lately they're actually charging a dollar extra for scrambled which um not, not not sure. down here they're not <laughs> yeah oh, i'm not sure about that maybe it's cuz of the added milk that they add in there but uh, i just i don't know uh, it's it seems yeah. again that's that's that's, seems that's, greedy. that's stealing yeah, yeah stealing to me
0: uh, so you would have been disappointed that i would have thought with american breakfasts yeah there's like grits and that they're big the gravy that white gravy they put over oh, biscuits and gravy know, yeah they,
3: they they like their quantity but it's just sloppy quantity you know it what is, i mean yeah. like it's there's, there's no, no 30%, there's no love yeah no there's no love to it and they just i don't know man there's they just whack it all on there and it's i think they are improving um i've heard they are improving their kind of coffee culture over there is getting a little bit better. They're getting off the, uh, not to change the subject on it, but just in general, <laughs> they're, getting into the, they're getting into the flat whites and the, and the cappuccinos and all that. So I think their food's going to follow suit pretty soon. That's why, yeah, I'm keen to get back over there.
2: Um, with uh, Underworld being launched into Spanish markets, mm. any thoughts of some merchandise with like Albuto or anything like that coming out? Yeah,
3: maybe. Yeah, El, El Buto sounds good. I'll have to think of uh, maybe maybe I'll grow a big moustache or something, and uh, and maybe change the hat up or something like that. Well,
1: and,
3: ah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> put a sombrero or something like that. Well, you, you
1: get, get the you get the sombrero, and you have the, like the little corks with the string hanging off it. Yeah, the Aussie uh, hat. a bit of yeah, Mexico fusion, Australia. fusion. That's the, it.
3: The stereotypes unite. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually,
0: the yeah, other question, we'll The other question I was going to ask is and. This is a, a suggestion. You may want to take it on board or not, but it's an you're, extension. You won't want to take it's it on board. It's an extension of your character. I'm not sure yeah. if you're aware or not, but a Jackson Kelly is actually a guitar.
3: I'm very much aware. i <laughs> yeah. Googled myself. So I'm wondering I've whether Googled you Googled myself all the time, and that's what comes up. And I'm wondering I, if you could go with the Elias that. type thing. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I've, I've dabbled in a bit of uh, acoustic guitar playing myself, but... Um, never, you played I've with never
2: yourself. <laughs> played yeah, with interesting. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Who hasn't?
3: <laughs> I've, I've never... <laughs> I've never picked up a, a an actual Jackson Kelly guitar, so maybe uh, maybe there's a sponsorship, a sponsorship deal in there somewhere. I don't know.
2: Put it on your Amazon wish list.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: so uh, talk to us a little bit about Newcastle Pro because that's a um company that's getting a fair bit of buzz that we don't hear too much of down in Melbourne, and yeah. I'm assuming around the rest of the country. Uh, what's what's going on in Newcastle that's uh, got all the best workers in New South Wales working there?
3: Dude, it's it's it, there's a lot going on in Newcastle. Like you said, I was I was just about to say that to you said it. I think um it's it's pretty much got every, all the best guys in New South Wales uh want to go there now. The, the crowds are absolutely unbelievable, consistent too, uh, monthly crowds. Everyone's turning up. And, uh, the place is loud and rowdy. So full, full respect to all the people who keep turning up to Newcastle because it's, uh, it's extremely fun to perform. But, uh, basically, I am the heavyweight champion in Newcastle at the moment. And my, my look, they, the fans don't really like me up there. Um, it's, it's mainly because I kind of keep reminding them just, it's, it's simple stuff, but it's, it's, it's a simple truth. But it's the truth that they just need to hear is that. Manly, where I live, is is a lot better than Newcastle, where they live. (laughs) And at every chance that I've had on a microphone, or if I don't have the microphone, I'll shout it out and I'll tell them that Newcastle are full of Sydney rejects. People from the Northern Beaches who couldn't afford to remain on the Northern Beaches, they moved to Newcastle because it's cheaper up there. So, look, if that has anything to do with me... Rocking up to their town, and in my first uh, singles match, winning their heavyweight championship, then I think that's a perfect uh, what do you call that? A perfect metaphor of uh, kind of who I am and who they are. So, look, I'm having a lot of fun in Newcastle because I don't really like them and they don't really like me. So, to me, that's a good time.
0: In your underworld contract, is there anything stated to say that you have to go into bat for Lord Mark Williamson, who's not allowed in Newcastle? (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Is he banned from banned
0: Newcastle?
2: From Newcastle? No. Yeah, he may no. have started a riot there.
3: Oh, geez, I don't look. I think I've heard that story before, but I don't really care. <laughs> if he if he can't come into Newcastle, he can't come into Newcastle. I was I'd I, I'm I'm in it for myself. I don't play team sports in, no, uh, in wrestling.
1: <laughs> while we while we're talking about Newly Pro, you've got a uh, big cage match uh, early next year. Yeah, nineteenth.
3: Right. Yes, that's right, January nineteenth. I'll be defending against. Uh, Full force, Matt Rogers. Now, full force. He um he didn't turn up to the to the anniversary show. I I don't. I personally don't know why. I thought he was a little bit scared. That's that's kind of why he threw the title in, and and that's why it was handed to me. Um, but he is apparently making a comeback at this show, and he's demanded that uh that it be inside a steel cage because he doesn't want my uh. My two beach rangers, Will Keates and uh, Brad Alexander, getting involved. Apparently, according to him, they've been getting involved uh, in too many of my matches. So, look, we're going to be locked inside a steel cage. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be barbaric. Me and Rogers, we we are two guys who absolutely bring it physically in the ring. So, I think the people in Newcastle are going to have an absolute blast watching two big hosses going at it, <laughs> as the wrestling industry loves to put it.
2: Now. Um... It'd be remiss of me not to ask you about a certain dating show that you appeared on earlier this year, um, <laughs> which I uh I had a look at today, and uh I was I was glad that the wrestling was front and center.
3: <laughs> yeah, was it?
2: Well, you know, you did meet, you did um make your selection while wearing a pair of trunks.
0: Which, should, which yeah, should true. Uh,
2: the show oh, yeah. is called Take Me Out.
0: Oh, were you on that with uh, episode What's Creasy. Joel Creasy, Joel Creasy, episode Joel two? Joel Creasy, yeah.
3: Joel Creasy, what Greasy, a sad show that is. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> look, <he's... laughs> um, believe it or not, they 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 wanted a wrestler on the show, and um, here's here's the inside information. It was it was it was going to be um, it was going to be young uh, Matty Wahlberg. Now, look, I personally would have loved to have seen that because he can
2: pull. He would have picked but, it himself, um, wouldn't he? Uh
3: probably, probably, <laughs> and that would have been hilarious to watch. But um, alas, they uh, they hit me up and, and thought for some reason they wanted a wrestler on there. So by all means, they, uh, they yeah, I was just like, sure, absolutely, I'll do it. And um, I, I made sure that, like you said, wrestling was uh, front and center because who doesn't like a good uh, good sell themselves on national TV? So uh, made sure that was that was part of it. And uh, I don't know, I just went on there and had a bit of fun. So yeah. and
2: they sent you the Gold Coast.
3: Yeah, that was uh, that was that was brutal. Um, that was good fun. Uh, that was good fun. Um, yeah, look, it was just um, oh, geez. Sorry, I'm watching something on TV and something just got ran, ran run over. Uh, <laughs> God, that was shocking. Um, yeah, it was all right. Look, we finished the shoot at about one a.m. and then and then we flew up the next day at about four thirty in the morning. So oh, I wasn't. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't too uh, energetic for the whole. For the whole uh-huh. long day of uh, film shooting, so yeah, it's not a holiday. No, it was not. It was not.
2: <laughs> um, and you left poor Aria hanging. She, um, she left the light on for you the whole way. Yeah, through. she
3: did. And I was. Uh, I guess I'll take this opportunity to apologise to Aria. But uh, as they say, uh, she was not my type.
0: I'm chipping. She's not listening to our podcast. If you're
2: on, I um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean,
3: Aria, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, she's she's got Phil now, so that's okay. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, I heard about that fun time Phil. Yeah, he's more fun than me. Jesus Christ. Hey, oh, yeah, mate,
0: how can we get in touch with you if people want to follow you on socials and all that sort of stuff?
3: Yeah, I'm on uh, I'm on Facebook. If you type in Jackson Kelly Pro Wrestler, I'm pretty sure the uh, things. Be- I'm, I think I set it up so it's all Bum Buddha. So if you go Facebook.com/slash Beachbum Buddha, there's a Facebook page. Instagram is uh, at BeachBumbuda, and I think Twitter is also BeachBumbuda. I'm trying to use Twitter more often, but I just don't like Twitter. Twitter sucks. It's the worst. Twitter's
2: fine if you're not saying anything.
3: Yeah, it's true, right? You kind of just go on there for a bit of a stalk and then just Just promote yourself and
2: and then run away.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah. Jesus. Insta's Instas (laughs) easiest
2: place to get followers, I think. I like Instagram, Instagram's fun
0: <laughs> Hey Jackson, thanks for your time, we really do appreciate it mate. Look forward to seeing you down here in Melbourne More often, if not we'll probably have to come up to Sydney And watch you up there
3: Absolutely guys, I'm, uh, I'd love to come down there More often, so we'll, we'll hopefully make that work uh, Next year and onwards But uh, thank you boys, thank you very much for having me no,
0: you,
2: Thanks mate. a lot Thanks, mate.
0: Jackson Kelly joining us here on the term. it goes, 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 it
1: goes, Welcome back
0: to the second part of our podcast. Great interview there with Jackson Kelly. We move forward now to what's happening in the world of wrestling. and That music was, of course, the music of Jonah Rock, boys, and, Big news coming out in the last few days, the, the Twitterverse actually here in Australia with all the wrestling fans going into meltdown uh, with the news that Jonah Rock is expected to hopefully start the WWE in 2019 according to a report from Dave Meltzer.
2: Yeah, uh, that came as a surprise. I wasn't um, I wasn't uh, expecting an announcement like that, but if it's coming from Meltzer, you can guarantee it's probably true. Um, Jonah's been... Working overseas, he's been working with all the WWE affili- affiliates like um, Progress.
1: Yeah, you know PWG. Obviously, that's where he would have got his name out there for the American audiences. And you know PWG, they've got a especially in the last few years, got a knack of if you make your name there, you eventually end up at full sale in NXT. So
2: it's um, um, amazing that World Series Wrestling tours continue to bring guys out. I mean, I know Joan is Australian. They have guys on their tour right before they get signed by w w e so we were lucky enough to see Walter yeah. and Jonah on the last tour. both will be reporting in january to yeah. um to start their new
1: their new lives, yeah, yeah, it's good, and brody King he yes. go signed to ring of honor as well, so we've
0: nearly got to a situation here, boys that outside of Americans Australians are probably the most populated wrestlers in
1: nah it's still, it's do. Still... No, you got you got Japan and UK, oh, and then no, no, no the, in
2: WWE. You've probably, oh,
0: oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, got sorry, Americans yeah. in the WWE.
2: Yeah, yeah, the yeah next... UK, UK probably because they got their own division. Um, but we'd be close to third, I would have thought. There's, yeah, uh, there's...
1: under under the whole WWE umbrella. Yeah, nine or 10. yeah, it's it's good at the minute, and we've got a trainer now. So Yep. um,
2: and obviously, look, we're gonna. I saw some people uh, claiming that. Uh, this is going to be terrible for Australian wrestling and I'm never going to get to see Jonah. How, how bad are you if you're upset at someone achieving the dreams that they've been working their whole life towards?
1: This is going to be life-changing for his family and, and his people. cats. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Is he in and, the cats too? Yeah, all the best people are. What does that say about me and you, Tony? No, we're stuffed. Oh, okay, no, fair enough. No, <laughs> I can't understand people shooting down other people's success. Yeah. If you have got a dream you of, you know, everyone as a small kid wanted to be in WWE at some point, and
2: you know, this. Well, I I do remember the day that Tony started his radio career. I um I abused him for selling out the call center he'd been working in at before that. Yeah, I mean that that's the equivalent of what you're doing though. Yeah, like well, it's it's ridiculous. It's a career. But you were right, I did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you, yes
2: but it was the right decision yes, exactly. yeah
1: and you continually sell out this podcast to go call racing cars yeah
2: because well, it, it actually pays
1: and we yeah. never give you any grief about that tony because well, that pays the bills i never have <laughs> so good luck to jonah
2: and yeah look it's going to be sad not to see him uh every month or twice a month but um yeah it's it's amazing to have someone like jonah uh get to wwe with a non-conventional look yes um and i think that if he's booked well um he could dominate nxt Ho-
1: hopefully just fingers crossed they can use his music he can it's he can take the, that the, lars sullivan spot yeah yeah oh, yeah definitely definitely
0: all right let's have a look at what happened uh, in the week of monday raw and smackdown uh,
1: raw do we have to
0: well we don't then let's go to
2: SmackDown. <laughs> well, the show will be short i guess but look raw was a bit disappointing the first half hour I was like, oh my God, what is this?
1: Yeah, it was a very, uh, it dragged, almost were calling for the 20-minute promo to start the show. But I don't know how many tag matches were there in every match. It seemed like Teddy Long was... Let's go with what's positive. Like, I really
2: loved that um, vignette of Baron Corbin and all the achievements he's made. <laughs> um, I thought that was really well done. With, with, was, the, with the With the voiceover? voiceover that, yeah, that was like, really good. It sounded like he was running for parliament. Yeah, and, yeah. I thought that was really well done, and when WWE do things like that, it just stands out as like this is, this is like actually entertaining. It's
1: funny. Yeah. Um, Corbin looks like he believes it. Well, like, he so he should. Was, <laughs> once you got that that old man voice over video, that that's locked in.
0: I don't often get to see Raw just due to work commitments and stuff, so I don't get the chance to do it. So I, I go to a, the Bleacher Report. And oh I just really? It to, well, just for me, just gives me the highlights and just gives me who won and who lost. But I did love and the way that grades they sta- of A, B, and C. Well, I don't worry about that. I, but I did love the way that they started this week, and I think you'll you'll enjoy it as well. The December three episode of WWE Raw continued the slow, steady, and at times painful march to TLC. Storylines were advanced and fused intensified, but for the second week in a row, it felt much like what was happening on the screen was insignificant or underwhelmingly written.
2: Now, um, obviously, for our listeners, if you, unlike Tony, if you don't have time to watch Raw, there are a couple of ways that you can support friends of our podcast. You could either listen to the to the podcast on the B Plus that recaps Raw, yeah, or you could read uh, going over Wrestling's update on on um, Raw and SmackDown. Fantastic websites and podcasts. Big supporters of us. Tony's. That's where you need to
1: go.
0: No, but, I, but hang on. I the Bleacher, the bleacher
1: Report the is rubbish. rubbish. We'll send you the link to our friends, Tony. Well, I go there.
0: Hang on. You're assuming that I don't go there. Oh,
1: okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, that's that's where we need to
2: go.
0: I'm be. actually entitled to read a whole gamut of things.
2: Yeah, he was on Wrestling Inc. as well. Yeah. I know. He checks them all.
1: I did go through his uh, search engine, I'm a little bit horrified, to be honest. <laughs> so, I've got to teach him about private browsing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but SmackDown was good. I like lo- I like the the Daniel Bryan character. I I really enjoyed it when uh, he was on commentary and he was talking to uh, is it Byron Saxton? Yes, yes. <laughs>
2: worst person in the world. Yeah,
1: and he he said, "Oh, how do you feel your daughter growing up?" He goes, oh, "I hope she kicks ten thousand men <laughs> in the genitals." I think he's really owning it. He's enjoying it. He looks even more disheveled. His, uh, his hair looks really greasy. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I know I've been saying to you and whoever else will listen to me, which isn't many people, to be honest. That's why I started a podcast, um, that I think that the best way to get heat um, would be to have an ultra, um, ultra left-wing heel because what they're saying they can believe, it's actually true. Yeah. The people know it's true and... But they're saying it with an air of superiority, um, and an I'm better than you. Yeah. That it's gonna get heat. And the best the best heat's when you know the heel's actually right.
1: Yeah. So if he you know brings that vegan in there, a little bit like uh, like CM Punk did with the straight edge yeah, society. It's, He's putting it's himself perfect. on the pedestal and every what you drink alcohol, there's something wrong with you. So no, it's good. It's good. I really enjoyed the way he finished the, the show, standing on top of the announce table, screaming at the fans.
2: And I like the interplay between him and Miz. Like, they didn't do the automatically they get along now. No. Um, they were still bickering, but both guys uh, don't like AJ style. So uh, yeah. Miz is happy to lay the boots in when someone's down because he's a chicken shit heel. It yeah. still works.
1: I enjoy I like the contrast when they're sitting beside each other. Miz all dressed up and Daniel Bryan dressing worse than me. So He looks worse than Hillbilly yeah. Jim. <laughs> and he, I, I, he, sorry,
2: Daniel Bryan. You're not, you're not dressed worse than Lyle
1: okay
0: is miss tv the most must watch tv show must see must see tv show on tv
2: uh oh probably just after take me out
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) he might get lined up he might end up on love island or something like that Uh, or is that uh, is that further down is that still a show I don't
2: know. Oh, I want to see Jackson Kelly on um, Married at First Sight. Yeah, there you go. I reckon that he could he could definitely uh, be the new Dean. Yeah. I don't know
1: what that means. The Bachelor. Yeah. He could be the Bachelor.
2: Interesting. He could yeah. be the Bachelor.
1: What if he was on Master Chef and all he made was breakfasts? Oh, that would be interesting as well.
0: Now, what else happened on the SmackDown, boys?
1: Uh, oh, we got. I'll tell you what was a real treat.
2: Oh. I don't know if I've seen this before, but we got to see Jeff Hardy. Wrestle against Randy Orton. No. How did I know where you were going? <laughs> oh, it, was, it was a real treat. I, Never um, before match. Never. I started making some cold calls. That's it. And yeah. I hate cold calls. I started making some cold
1: calls at work. That's how much I did. Watch that match. Someone should have made some promotional posters that said first time ever. <laughs> first, this time ever first, this time, week.
2: first time ever. First time ever in the US shores, I think. Yes.
1: It's disappointing. Uh, it's, a, it's SmackDown. It oh, was think, all right. The wrestling was good. Um, yes. Do we have to see? I don't know. I think it's just Randy Orton. Whoever he is looping with the on house loo- shows the he, only That's it. Jeff Hardy. That's it. You know, it was Rey Mysterio for a couple of weeks. And then back to Jeff.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming he'll wrestle someone else for like two weeks and yeah. then he will be back to Jeff. It. He, it's he, almost like they're trolling us. They've heard, like, they know that everyone's like, I wonder what we're going to get. SmackDown's been really good. And then it's like, it has been.
1: But not anymore.
2: Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy, ladies and gentlemen. Orton's the smartest worker. Main event anywhere that. in the world. Get it's Jeff not-
1: Hardy to do all the bumping, and I just hit an RKO at the end.
0: It's not a match that you'll see in Underworld, especially in Spanish, which of course launched during the week.
2: Yes, and um, I was talking to uh, to Adam from Underworld, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, and Amazon Prime Spanish channel uh, have been promoting it. So no. the downloads have, he said, have been, and I quote, "effing ridiculous." Um, he didn't say "effing," like yeah. he said the full word. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't want Tony to have a aneurysm after last week's swear He might have had a few after last geez. week. But no, no, that wasn't Mark this is saying. this podcast
0: it. I've had to put explicit
2: on the rate. Right. <laughs> in fair, in fairness, though, you did tell us to fuck off at the end. No, no, I did. Yes, you
0: no, did. No,
2: no, I didn't. No. Well, I think he did. No, no, we'll go back and to And then that. Lyle got angry at me no. as
1: well. I I was really... Um... I was a little bit nervous all show last week.
2: Anyway, I'm pretty sure that you did. Um, but, yeah, where are we? Yeah, so apparently the um, downloads have been ridiculous. So anything that gets that sort of exposure to the Australian workers yeah. and an Australian wrestling company can only be good for actually everybody. Yeah, because yeah, once you see um, El Buto kicking JXT's head off... Uh, in Spanish, you're probably going to Google JXT and you're going to Google um, Jackson Kelly, yeah. and then you're going to look at the other promotions they work for. And then I think everyone grows just yeah. by um, Underworld like taking this risk.
1: And how good do the two logos look? Are you going to be making that Spanish nice logo? T-shirts. I
2: want that. Yep, I want that.
0: Wrestle
1: Rampage. And Adam, I
2: don't want to pay for it.
0: <laughs> JXT didn't decide to. Did I don't know. You hmm, might have. Wrestle uh, Rampage stream their weekend show live, and it did well. No, they
2: did it well. Yes, they um, did it extremely well. Because I know that well. apparently it's really hard to stream live uh, pay-per-views, but I think they only did it on the back of like... They decided to do it a couple of days before because there wasn't a lot of promotion.
1: No, there, there wasn't. I actually slipped under my radar, but I was uh, couldn't get to the wrestling on. Your radar said, is don't...
2: basically like a compass,
1: though. Yeah. So
2: it's, not, it's not a huge area. But it? when it
1: comes to wrestling, I don't know. Why is
0: it hard to do a wrestling show live?
1: I don't know, It's what I've heard in the last week yeah, or so. Yeah, streaming online, you're not sure how many downloads you're going to get. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's tough. Who's going to no, pay for it? Were, no, I,
2: no, dude, I, I, I watched well, it. Apparently, I've seen it done badly.
1: Yeah, the show was for $10, there was no lagging, Uh, it was good, the whole whole card from top to bottom, really good matches, I think one of the my top five matches I've seen on an independent level.
2: You said it was match of the year.
1: It contender, for sure. It, definitely in my top five. De- definitely. And that was uh, Sniper versus Sniper.
2: We'll be right behind um Ken Shamrock's matches from last weekend. I'm he's sure. getting
1: a lot of buzz. I could see him getting unboxed at Progress the way he's going. There's a lot of buzz for Ken Shamrock at the minute. So Australia could claim to fame that we've got Ken Shamrock. Our PCO got signed, so Ken Shamrock might end up... He'll, he'll do a spring break with Joey Janela, for sure. WrestleMania weekend, he'll be fully booked out. Mark my words. But
2: everybody will be.
1: And now Ken Shamrock after eight years out of the ring. But no, Tony, next time they uh, have a show, I think I got it with a code for $7. Did you
2: say who was in that match that you said was match of the year? Yeah, oh,
1: sorry. Nick Golfus versus uh, Robbie Eagles. Sniper versus Sniper. Yeah, amazing match. Go out of your way. You know, their Vimeo has already gone up. Yep. So you can get it now. Well worth the money. And I hope more promotions... Do it, because they made it look easy. And how was the multi-man main event? Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Rat Daddy. See, this is what it is. It opens up for all fans across Australia. You know, I was in a Twitter conversation with a lot of different people from out of the Adelaide state.
2: Did uh-huh. you um, promote
1: the show? Yeah,
2: of course. Of course. I didn't
1: see that, that's all. No, oh, it wasn't on your radar.
2: I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> uh, PWA have their last show of the year. They do, and it's tomorrow night. When this drops, it'll be tomorrow night. So Friday night in Sydney at, is it at Max Watts? I'm pretty sure it is. It's usually at Max Watts. There'll be about 700 people in there, and it'll be going crazy. Um, there's probably more than that that it holds. I'm not sure. But I know um, Danders, who co-hosted our show, is going up there, and we'll have her on next week to review the card. But um, what are some of the matches that are um, on that card? Well, you've got
1: uh, Robbie Eagles, uh, his return match. To pwa versus His home promotion yep, versus tyler payne so look out you know he he's going to pull out all the stops at the end of the year show for uh the uh, paris de silver versus jack bonza which i think is uh that'll almost steal the show yeah that's a semi-final match for the Colosseum. winning a sword oh, they win a sword yeah wins
2: that sword we need to get him on here
1: amazing hopefully they can bring it in studio
2: mm. i don't know if they get it on the plane
1: no no maybe maybe a know. replica yeah, and then you got yeah Michael Spencer versus Madison Eagles, so interesting intergender wrestling there, which PWA are well known for.
2: And yeah. Unsocial Jordan as well
1: uh, is, is wrestling against Mick Moretti. So, yeah, we, we all know how good Mick Moretti is. Uh, and, yeah, plenty more action there, so I think they take about a week to get theirs. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're in New <laughs> South
2: Wales on Friday night, um, yeah, just cancel whatever plans you've got going on and get to the arena. I know that I'm planning to be at their next show. Yes. Um, couldn't get the... Well, I was meant to go to this show um, with Lyle, and he's the one who suggested it, and then I was looking at accommodation, and then, nah, work Christmas party.
1: Yeah. I'd almost it's booked not even his work, I'm pretty yeah. sure. No, no, there's just a work Christmas party somewhere.
0: Uh, Showdown Wrestling Boys will present Enforcer's last match.
2: Yes, and this is going to be a really good show. Um, Enforcer um, has been around for, I think, 18-year career. Or, yeah, yeah, I think it would be. Um, had a big hand in training Dowie James. Uh, I know that Dowie uh, I mean, he means a lot to Dowie, and they've tagged to- together at Warzone recently. Um, and Dowie had a, a lovely post on social media today.
1: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, if you're not uh, familiar with the enforcer and what he means to the Australian independence scene, go to Dowie James's Facebook and his Twitter. He does give you the Instagram. He put it everywhere. it, It was amazing. I said it was a beautiful read. Um, but if you're in, in, uh, Melbourne Saturday night, make sure you go, um, send him out on a high note. Like, uh, so well, the, it's, in kick... it's in Parkville.
2: It's in Parkville. Get on to Showdown Wrestling's Facebook page. It'll have all the information there, the address, the tickets. Um, it, it's That and PCW are the only two shows this weekend, so go to one of them. Yep. Um, and But if you're at Showdown, uh, there's an added treat of uh, Sid Parker versus Slade Mercer. Slade Mercer. They're tearing it up every um, time they're in there. And room. then if you're going to PCW, you've got... It's the last show before their Christmas chaos. So um, we're pretty lucky down here. I mean, everyone Sydney are really lucky this weekend. I know Adelaide have got a big show this weekend. Um, but, yeah, there's a couple of good shows down in Melbourne.
0: Now, interesting question on my rundown here, boys, and I'll get you to explain it to me. What responsibility do wrestling promotions have to be honest about the history of wrestling on promotional posters? Explain
2: that one to me. All right. So this social wrestling Twitter has blown up today. Yeah, um, on the back of um, BCW promoting Mick Moretti versus Dowie James having a sixty-minute Iron Man match uh, early next year, and they're calling it for the first time in Australia you know, on Australian soil, In Australian wrestling history. Rest, I think it yeah. was it was Australian history. Um, now you'll have your own opinion, Tony, because you were a wrestling promoter, and I know that um, wrestling promoters will say whatever to take to sell tickets a, a lot of the time. Um, for me personally like let's start by saying Moretti and Dowie as a match on its own, a 60 minute Ironman match, it doesn't need any hyperbole around it, like nah. you just say that you're going to have those two wrestle for 60 minutes and I'm going to buy a ticket I don't care if the rest of the match is um, crabs fighting against each other um, on a beach, I want to buy tickets to see Dowie James versus Mick Moretti go for an hour but I think that you're being disrespectful in a really small market when you advertise that it's the first 60 minute Ironman Man match in Australia, and you know what wrestling Twitter's like. Yeah. Um, so, firstly, it's disrespectful to people like Davis Storm, who's wrestled numerous 60 man, 60 minute Ironman Man matches. Yep.
0: Um, so can I, so can I ask a question just from a side point: Were they saying it's the first sixty-minute Ironman match, or were they saying it's the first time for these two guys? No, nah, that's the way. The I, I
1: think the way it was taken was it was the first sixty-minute Ironman, and that's fine. I understand, but no that, promoter be stupid enough to say that because you'd know that this, been this one matches might. before. <laughs> th- yeah, but as you said, as a,
0: as as a past promoter myself. So, just so we're just showing now. Tony the post. Battle Championship Wrestling, first time ever in Australian wrestling history. 60-minute iron match. And then it's under Friday, yeah, Friday 1st of March. Yeah, okay. So the right. se- the setting out makes it look like... Um, yeah, I can see where yeah. you're coming from. But, but no wrestling promoter would ever try to pull the wool over the eyes of wrestling fans because we know, as you said, how small a market it is. Yeah. And these wrestling fans are educated about wrestling.
1: Yeah, and they can be pretty vicious on Twitter, which I think it did go a little bit too far by the end of the day. But um like I understand the history and sometimes these the newer promoters they might not know that Australia has a long history but But PCW are running a 60-minute I was minute bring Iron up. Man match yeah, next week. On the fifteenth, there's going to be a sixty minute Iron Man it's match just next week. So if you're not across what's happening around you right now, especially in this social media boom, I think which is helping wrestling
0: I think it's been taken the wrong way. I don't think they intended it the way they intended it.
1: I just think that they thought, um,
2: we haven't haven't seen one. There probably hasn't been one. No one's going to know. Yeah. But look, let's face it. They have got a lot of coverage out of this. Yes. And everyone's talking about it. And now everybody in Australia knows that Mick Moretti and Dowie James, who are a lot of people's favourite wrestler, are wrestling each other for 60 minutes at BCW. So... I mean, was it disrespectful? Yes. Did it work? Yes. Yeah. But was it
0: intentional? That's what
2: you
1: need. To I don't. I don't. I don't think it would be. I, I really. I don't think it was. Um, I, think you know, I think it's, it's, it's an a oversight.
2: Marketing, a marketing twist. I don't think that it was meant disrespectfully, and I don't. I just think that there was lack of foresight. But look, I mean, they got gonna, him a lot of buzz. They're gonna. They got a lot of buzz out <laughs> of it, and I don't think. Look, I don't think it was the right thing to do, but I'm still gonna buy a ticket because I want to see Dowie work with Moretti. Yeah. Yep, hundred percent. All right,
0: Friday night. PCW Slam is on a Ferntree Gully. You can see the younger members of the PCW roster. PWA have Friday for the Babes at Max Watts in Sydney. Saturday, December the 8th, Showdown Wrestling in Parkville have their last show of the year. Sid Parker, Slade Mercer, always tearing the house down for the first time ever on Australian soil on that night.
2: And we also obviously have Dowie versus the Enforcer and right for Sydney, the last time ever yeah. on Australian soil.
0: On that night. Maybe. Uh, Riot City Wrestling hosts Battle for Supremacy with Brooksy taking on Jet Armstrong and Indy Hartwell, defending her last remaining title against Izzy Shaw and Blair And Alexis. If, if Indy loses
2: that, um, I'm demanding black armbands in the studio next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going to hashtag Indy no belts? Or... No, oh, no. That's disgraceful. Okay. Okay. Have some respect for, for sure my favourite wrestler.
0: PCW yeah. present Ignition this Saturday night at Ferntree Galley as they continue their build of the massive Christmas chaos show. Now, next week will be our last episode of the year, boys.
2: Yes, and we're talking to Aisha from PCW, who just got back from uh, working a match in the Philippines. And it's going to be interesting to talk about um, her experiences doing that as a really young wrestler who hasn't, um, you know, who's still still learning the ropes and um, working her butt off we're not going to have
0: a massive break we'll be away from live shows for three or four weeks maybe or not even that
2: we are we, have, um, we are definitely going to do a special for um, Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom,
0: Kingdom. yeah and we of, might do a couple of uh, best of shows too of 2019 get a couple of our past interviews uh, together and on there because we've had some real rippers over the time yes
2: um, definitely Mark Williamson told me that just to replay his yeah, episodes over, and over though, again yeah, you okay. just put it on a loop yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, if you have an upcoming show that you want us to promote, so hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. And if you want to support us, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes or leave us a review. That doesn't mean a lot to us, guys.
2: And also, I mean, if there's someone that you'd like to hear us interview, um, hit us up on social media. Tell us who you want us to interview. Maybe tag The Worker as well so we can start talking to each other and we can bring you probably you know the product that you want to listen to.
0: That's it. For another week, our penultimate show for 2018. That thanks means second
1: choice. last. Is that what it means? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. You both looked at me like I had a quiz look. I was Googling it on Tony's phone and went to a different website again. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> and big thanks to Jackson Tech Kelly for... Yeah, Tony's. amazing. The guitar.
1: Amazing. Big, big breakfast booter.
0: The big breakfast the <laughs> booter. You wouldn't want to be a fatty kisser, would you, over here? A what? A what? No. Uh, we'll catch you later. <laughs> See you next week. Till then.